Remember when they I gave everyone that. the free U2 album and people were pissed? Yeah. They I got, wasn't pissed. <laughs> they got something I mean, for it wasn't free and they were like, I don't want this on my phone. <laughs> it wasn't a good I mean, album. I, I, I so remember, I just removed it. I honestly was kind of pissed about that. <laughs> really? Yeah. They like, get something for free. Like, what the hell is this? Did you guys see that South Park episode where Bond was obsessed with being number one of everything? Because he's in number two. <laughs> he's literally the giant sh- Welcome to the Cold Bow Podcast. Uh, I hope my name is right this time. I did. Say I right hope we have something time. good in there for our intro. That was, <laughs> I don't know. We clapped at some point, right? We did. Yeah, I think so. Uh, good luck, Troy. Chris, Today, Chris burps like he always does. It's okay. I, I'm all right with a burp. All right, go ahead. Uh, I'm Reese. Uh, t- hey, Reese. I'm today, Chris. We have yeah, we have Chris and we have Troy. Hey, and we have Scott. What up? And Jake was unable to make it uh, tonight, so. So Screw today you. should be a good episode. Should be a very good episode. Speak of the devil, he just messaged us. <laughs> Everybody mute your damn Everybody computers. Everybody mute your devices. <laughs> he told us he was going to do that. Yeah. How he did he even know, dude? He even warned us. How did he, he would know? be recording an hour later. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to love this. F and Jake, dude. Gosh, he's such a jerk. Uh, yeah, uh, so tonight we're going to talk about some stuff, but before we talk about some stuff, yeah. Uh, what's everybody been up to? Have you guys seen Mission Impossible? I have. Oh my gosh. And it's amazing. Did you see it, Scott? Negatory. Troy? Nope. I haven't seen it yet. on that. Really, really like that movie. It. So here's the thing. Mm. I'm I'm sure we're going to talk about all the Mission Impossible movies at one point. We better. But it very, very quickly, I just want to say it's really hard to take number the first Mission Impossible movie Mm. out of the top spot for me. Mm -hmm. This may have. I, I'm undecided, but yeah. Fallout was wow. incredible. Yeah, it um, oh, the, it has like 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. It which, was so good. Which just means that everyone that saw it liked it, kind of. The but story was compelling. The story, I think, is the best yet for Mission it's Impossible. It's really good. But then, obviously, the thing that takes it over the top is... Uh, <laughs> no... Don't laugh farts over here. Why are you laughing? You're such a child, dude. You laugh at dumb jokes and you blow farts on people. Grow up. God. You are like the only one out of all of us that would do something like that. Idiot. Uh, But yeah, anyway, the the helicopter stuff in that movie was unreal. And Tom Cruise did it himself. Like, I heard he broke his ankle. He did. He did. And they kept the scene in the movie. And even with him running after he broke his ankle, really? yeah. that is real. Like, yeah. yeah, the the doctors, I was listening to this thing. The doctor said that he was going to have like uh, eight weeks that he wasn't supposed to be walking on it. And he was back filming after like three or four. Just back at it. That's he's, cool. He's a, he's a cool guy, man. He, uh, I think it's weird, too, how he, like a known Scientologist mm-hmm. who allegations that he would lock his wife inside the house and kept her as a prisoner mm-hmm. is still able to make action movies. Yeah. And to me, he's still insanely likable. Oh yeah. Like he's so charming. He, he may be the last movie star on the planet because nobody can sell tickets anymore just by their name. Uh, the rock Denzel, but like his Den- last, yeah, Denzel, every movie that the rock had this year debuted at two or three. None of them. No, not true. Uh, Skyscraper debuted at one. Did it? For like multiple weeks. It was well, the number one. Well, Skyscraper was third. <laughs> skyscraper is third now. No, I'm sorry. Rampage. Rampage debuted Oh, third. Rampage. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, it's, I mean, it's it made decent. It probably made its money back. But like, just just name alone, nobody can do blockbusters. Like, it used to be Johnny Depp. Now he's... He's weird. He's, he's a black hole of money. He's, yeah, he's bankrupt. Adam Sandler, too. He used to be able to sell movies. Now no yeah. one can do it. Like They're saying it's just Tom Cruise alone. Yeah, they said Johnny Depp has like an average spending of $2.3 million a month, which is just ridiculous. What, what is he buying? Like islands? Is he, he, there was somebody. Yeah. yeah, he has tons of houses. But then there's like a story. He spent like $5 million uh, launching somebody's ashes into space. I heard you say asses. <laughs> ashes. Okay, thanks. Yeah. But my, the visual I had in my head was like some dude's butt cheeks were in the just cannon flopping and they in the fire space. it. <laughs> anyway, so Yeah, it's crazy. But it, so that's an interesting thing to, to talk about, though, is would you rather have someone like Tom Cruise that 
comes out with a number one movie every four or five years, or someone like The Rock who comes out with a top three movie every five months. Well, if the Mission Impossible movies can continuously be this good, then I would choose that. I don't think they will, though. I, I mean, he's hope so. Gonna, Honestly, he's going to get too old. I know. <laughs> that is an interesting talking point, but I don't see why we can't have both, and we do. We do. We're lucky. Por que no los dos? <laughs> uh, That's Spanish for why not both. <laughs> what have you been up to, Scott? So, uh, this uh, week ago, I went to uh, Chicago on a work trip, and uh, which it's an awesome city. Chicago's rad. Second yeah. city. Why is it called Second City? I don't know. Is it Second, second to, to New, New York? York? Yeah, is that it's that's, always been that's offensive? I actually liked it better than New York. Yeah, I haven't been that to New just York, me. but uh, but Chicago was awesome. I had a really good time. Uh, let's talk about that Lumalnati's in the oh, wind, yeah. windy city, mm. dude. But um, the Illuminati, Lumalnati's. That's what I said. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, awesome food. The the. Italian beef sandwiches and the. Did you have a Polish sausage? Had a I had a bunch of hot dogs. <laughs> did, did you have? You a got them lodged in your chest area right I'm here. I'm pretty sure I gained like. That makes a baker's dozen, Bob. <laughs> I'm having a heart attack. The bears. The bears. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, on the plane ride to and from, I watched uh, um, where is it, Kingsman? Both. <laughs> Both the have you never seen them before? I've never seen the first one is amazing. The first one's so good. They're both really good. good. They are good, but the first one's way better. First one is so much better. I loved all the innuendo Mm -hmm. anal sex jokes in the second one. Mm -hmm. With of course you loved (laughs) with Elton with Elton John. I was (laughs) laughing so hard. I think. Just the first one, it was kind of bold and refreshing. Yeah. Like they oh, blew very. up Obama's head in that movie. Yeah. And it was like to like the tenth overture that da 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 and then a head exploded. Dude, the music yeah. in that movie. Yeah. Was yeah. Awesome. Very good. Or when he killed the entire Westboro Baptist Church. Yes. <laughs> that was one of the most amazing fight scenes. And he, that was a great ever. He choreographed it. I watched the making of it and the cameraman had to choreograph the moves with him. Really? Oh so the cameraman had to like well, there's so many down in people. the corner because it was all one continuous shot. That was awesome. It was it was done to Freebird mm-hmm. from Skinner. It was I guess, amazing. Uh, um, what's his face in that scene? Colin uh, Firth. Yeah, is what isn't obviously isn't a, an action star. So he said that was like the most tiring. Yeah, scene. I bet ever. So. he nailed it too. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh, my goodness. he also made a guy's ass touch the back of his own head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he broke his back. Yeah. I love that movie. Well, it was yeah. funny on the on the plane. It was the um, airplane version. Yeah. But it showed all the violence, but it, it just bleeped the F-words, basically. That was a lot of F-words in that movie, yeah. too. I, I actually love the use of the F-words in those movies. I like British F-words better than American <laughs> F-words. I just do. It's just you so nonchalantly yeah. over there. Well, like, so, like, in the second one, when they, they get tied up by Channing Tatum. Yeah. And they're sitting there, and they're talking about the difference between, like, a, a scotch versus a whiskey. Uh-huh. Uh I love that conversation that they have. I'm not going to quote it because why go look it up on YouTube. I don't care. Do it. Um, <clears throat> but it's just really funny. Yeah. The use of the British F word. Yeah. I figured I'd bring that up because I, Which knew, I knew coincidentally the is the same as the F word we use just with an accent because <laughs> we both speak English. <laughs> well, and it's less offensive there. True. We also speak a better English. It's a more, uh, it's newer. It's like state of the art. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. It's like English it's revolutionary 2.0. English 2.0. Troy, what have you been up to? <clears throat> I finally got my PS4. Oh, yeah. Wow. I was there with them to like fan them <laughs> off and like, you're making a good choice. You're doing <laughs> no, the right no, thing. No, 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 no. I knew I was going to get a PS4. I just wasn't sure if I was going to buy a used one. I or literally a brand had to new talk one. them into it. I but I got a really good deal on a PS4 Pro. So the f- whole 4K experience. Nice. Nice. And of course, the first game I played was God of War. Was it a Monster Hunter? Well, okay, so the first God game of I played War. was Monster Hunter, and then I started playing God of War, but the first game I finished was mm-hmm. God of War, and it is so good. It's God so of War good. is, like, my number one or number two favorite. We can't spoil it for Scott. Yeah, oh, man, it is, it is good, and, like, um, I, uh, I went back and I re-listened to the little special episode that Chris and Jake did on our podcast about God of War, and, I mean, what you guys said was pretty much spot on. I think you guys gave it, like, a nine and a half for, anyway, it was really good. Yeah. Um, but another thing that I've been doing, so... I uh, I recently started working in uh, downtown Salt Lake City, so I've been taking the train. So the, the same company, same company. Yeah, so my the company I work for was acquired by a different company. Oh, okay. So I work with the same people and technically the same company because we keep a lot of kept a lot of the same names, but um, 
Anyway, I won't get into the semantics, but I've uh, been riding a lot more public transportation. Thanks. I take the train and uh, I, I've noticed that I like to people watch. Have <laughs> 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 you guys Dude. noticed? Okay. So there's this thing and maybe it's a Utah thing. I don't know. But have you noticed that like when somebody thinks that like a stranger is looking at them, they do this weird little smile, but they're not smiling. They're just tightening their face. It's like this. They, like purse their lips. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Their lips. I do it to my friends. <laughs> Dude, do you ever notice that when you see some, like a guy that you know, if, if your guys are buddies, you'll do a head up. Mm-hmm. But if it's like your boss, you'll do a head down. Like, yeah, for you respect. do it just or like uh, just passing someone yeah. like on a trail. Head down, head, howdy. It's always head down. Head <laughs> but down. if it's like your bro, you're like, oh, dude, so, and you do the head up. Yeah. And like the I wonder what the difference is. Huh. Respect. There's got to be psychology to <laughs> it. Yeah. This, this face tightening. But I don't respect you, but I still give you the, what's up? Yeah, and I respect <laughs> you because you're a peer and a friend. Oh, okay. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I've also noticed that's fun is uh, wearing sunglasses in public, and people don't know you're looking at them. You just look at boobs, don't you? No, actually, I don't. <laughs> He's nodding his head yes right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Show us your screen right now. What are you looking at? <laughs> what are you looking at? Wave, wave, oh, waveforms. <laughs> uh, the audio that we're recording. Um, that no, it's, it's funny though because like I was sitting on the train next to this lady, and she had taken her shoes off. Oh, I thought you said shirt. These, she, she had these weird, long ass, like toenails that just like curled down, like scratched the floor, like a, like a velociraptor. And she was obviously self conscious about it because I just like I noticed it and I was like, okay. Whatever. Then why I take your shoes off? Right. But oh then she, like, the whole time, she's looking at me, looking at her toes, looking at me. Her. Toes, she wanted you to look like, at her toes. I'm That's just, her fetish. Choice. And I'm just <laughs> I'm look just, at my toes. I'm just staring at her right in the eyes because I have my sunglasses on. But it's also funny how many people they don't keep eye contact, but they don't know you're looking yeah. at them, and so it's fun. My my brother in law, when he was going to the University of Utah, he would take tracks to take the train up every day. And uh, he told me a story of a homeless woman <clears throat> that came on the train, pulled down her sweatpants, and burned her pubes with a lighter in oh. front of him. We should definitely cut this part out. <laughs> yeah, we, my mom is not listening to this. I don't care how funny and random this is. <laughs> Super weird people watching stuff. So, Chris, what have you been up to? I'm just thinking of fire crotch right now. <laughs> um, Why don't you tell us your uh, Thanos uh, theories? <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you remember, remember in Reese's like he killed Loki. He <laughs> killed him in the middle of a ritual. He was not done. So what well, I wasn't said part was of the two. ritual. It was too. No. He was in the middle of it. He was gonna he let killed, him live. He killed half the Asgardians, and then out. Loki tried to kill. He him, was gonna so he let him, him live for ritual. Yeah, he was still in the middle of the ritual in retaliation, not as part of the ritual. It was. Nope. It was already. It wasn't. It wasn't over until he left. False. Until he made his smooth criminal exit. <laughs> False. It's not false. False. Oh, you guys are lame. <laughs> anyway, what are, what are we doing today? I'm gonna throw what? you off a cliff because I love you so much. I love you too. Man. Well, what have you been up to, Chris? Oh, I you watched Mission say- Impossible. I played oh, video games. Yeah. yeah, very nice. I uh, got my mountain bike out of storage, and my daughter wanted to see me ride it, so I showed off and did a bunny hop. Slipped the pedal and broke my toe <laughs> within the first ten minutes of riding my bike. Broke my toe. That's what you get when you're fat and try to ride a mountain bike. So don't do it. Don't try to get in shape. Yeah, why see, but... Why even try to be healthy and live? Oh, I ran my first 5K. I forgot to say nice. that. Nice. Oh. You never told us how it went. Uh, I finished fifth for my age. Oh, nice. I, I was not running the entire time. <laughs> it was kind of weird. Were you fifth and last? No. <laughs> I wasn't. There were five people I, there in your was, age group. <laughs> there was four flyers printed out for the people that finished, and I was on the first page. Wow. It was, yeah, it was kind of weird. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. Good job. It was odd. Would well, you go do another one? Uh, this one was at night, so yeah. I would do one if it was at night. Or like in the fall or something like yeah. that? Yeah. I think so. It was fun. That's cool. I enjoyed it. Where was it? Uh, it was uh, Riverwoods. Okay. Um, like a, it was like the glow-in-the-dark run. That's nice. cool. Uh, Ollie ran did it. Did Ollie too. like it? Yeah, Ollie ran it. He did a great job. That is too. awesome. He has a little medal. You're super proud of it. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, dude. Sweet. Well, today, I guess we'll just get into it. We're going to be talking about a movie, uh, a movie called The Fall from 2006. The Fall. Oh, shoot. I just tapped on something. Don't what? <laughs> what? Uh, whatever. Uh, yeah, 2006, The Fall. Uh, the it was written by Dan Gilroy, Nico Sultanakis, Tarsem Singh. That's the director, right? I believe so. Yeah, uh, and Valerie Petrov. 
Those were the writers. Good deal. And it was directed by Tarsem Singh. Yeah. Now, there's also a TV show on called Netflix. The uh, called which the I, I watched the, the pilot name. for you. <laughs> and I was it, like, is this it? <laughs> I saw, also, how is it, though? It's also a really good show. I like it. It has uh, Scully. Gillian yeah. Oh, nice. Gillian Anderson. Gillian? Gillian. Gilligan? <laughs> Gillian? It's Jillian. It starts with a G, okay? It's a gif, not it's, a gif. It's I mean, I don't disagree, but I'm not her parents. I didn't Killian. name her. Whatever. At least uh, I know her name. This is an interesting movie. <laughs> uh, I chose it not because I think it's an amazing movie. Yeah. But I think it's a really different movie. Why did you pick this movie? So I saw this movie in 2008. And uh, also, that movie came out theatrical release in 2008 i have no how in the hell did you even see it then no it came out 2006 no it was made in 2006 it well, had a I, wide release in 2000 i saw it when i lived in the basement of my buddy's house mm-hmm. before i was married we watched it together it was 2008 it was before i joined the army okay so that's when i saw it, it was 2008 <laughs> that's bizarre dude yeah um and i picked it for a few different reasons i think the cinematography of this movie was really, really cool. Yeah. Like kind of breathtaking. Um, I also found some of the low key humor really fun, just kind of tongue in cheek stuff. Um, but then also the little girl in this movie, what's her name? Dude, I think it's like the only movie she's done. Probably, but she was so adorable. She was so adorable. Untark. Katinka. She's Romanian. Uh yeah, Katinka Untaru. Okay. Plays Alexandria. Okay. And I thought she was so good. Let's do like a a quick premise here. Are we gonna are we gonna do spoilers? Yeah, there? yeah, we can do spoilers. So the premise is uh it's this hospital in California back in like the twenties. Yeah. Um like the nineteen twenties. And there's this little girl, she's there, she has a broken arm. And she's staying at the hospital. And, and she's obviously from like Eastern Europe. Bra- she's Brazilian. She's a, she's a migrant. Oh, she's Brazilian. Yeah. Is she in the movie? I yeah, they're okay. Brazilian in the movie. Um, she doesn't speak English very well. She's kind of learning. What was, what was that? Okay. I thought she was from India. I thought she said her dad was like. No, she, she no. knew an Indian. She knew an Indian. Ah, yeah. No, they're from, they're from Brazil. Um, if I'm wrong, I don't care. I don't <laughs> want to be right. <laughs> um, but uh, she's in this hospital, and she just kind of explores everything. She's a kid. Okay, she okay. No, we got to stop. We got to stop yeah. on this Brazilian thing. Because when she was sitting on the bed with her mom, they were not speaking Portuguese. Dude, or they were speaking who Portuguese. Cares? <laughs> Write it down. It doesn't matter where she's from. Because <laughs> on her thing, she was from. Romania. It doesn't matter. She's from Romania. The girl, the actress, is from Romania. Okay, that's fine. I just don't think she's Brazilian. And I'm going to stick with that. <laughs> okay. So you can go f*** yourself. <laughs> Write it down. I don't have a pen and paper. <laughs> I have, yeah, have 1940-something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, she's a little kid. She, she explores things, and she's got an imagination. And she finds this other patient. Um, the actor's name is Lee Pace. He's Ronan in Guardians of the Galaxy 1. He's uh he's um Orlando Bloom's dad in ha- the Hobbit too. Yes. What's it? Yeah, yeah. What is his name? Oh, yeah. 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 Thranduil or something? Something like that. He plays Roy Walker, who is I think actually a real person. I'm not sure. It would but, make uh, sense to follow the like, yeah. you know, the whole thing. He's he's an actor and like famous stuntman. Ah. And he's in this prison, he essentially like tried to kill himself jumping a horse off of a bridge. Right. And uh, because of his girlfriend, because his girlfriend left him. Yeah. So are we going to do like spoiler right now? Or yeah. Gonna... Why not? Who cares? Yeah, the movie's been out. The movie's been out for a, for a long well, time. Because like the basic premise is he's telling the girl a story. Yeah. She's bored. He tells a girl a story. And as well, he's, he's telling trying, the story yeah. that you're seeing basically her imagination. Right. Is what it's supposed to be. But he's also manipulating her. Yes. Yeah. So I was telling her a story to get drugs so he uh-huh. can kill himself. Yeah. Exactly. So I kind of wanted to uh, get get something off my chest. Yeah. Because you said I was going to on this movie. Yeah, I thought you were. And I was going to. I, I We had, what, like a month to watch this? Uh-huh. Just about. I tried watching this movie like six times, <laughs> and I'd fall asleep every time. I tried last night, yeah. and my brother was like, what is this art house garbage, dude? Um, 
and like the beginning is really art house. Oh yeah, the very opening scene, like it the was black like, and white. Like you know, like the Family Guy where they're watching an independent movie. Mm-hmm. Have you guys seen that skit? No. That's basically it's like a black and white film where someone's flipping pancakes, and then like <laughs> a girl says like rosebud, and then <laughs> just something like that. Yeah, that's what it reminded me of. Yeah, I can see um, that. There's a point in the movie. The movie's called The Fall. Mm-hmm. There's a point where she falls. Mm-hmm. And then it all clicked for me right then. And I'm not very smart. I am a dumb <laughs> guy. Like, I don't need you to spell something out for me in a movie. But I just took me a bit longer to figure out what was going on. I was like, oh, that doctor is actually the Charles Darwin. Mm-hmm. And her. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. <laughs> Take a breath. <laughs> anyway, uh, it finally clicked for me. And I was like, oh, I see what's going on now. I see the symbolism of everything. This is cool. And like I re- I rewatched the opening. I was like, oh, this is her. This is the way she saw the movie that they filmed at the very end. So that that was the opening cinematic was him jumping the mm-hmm. horse off. That that was the way in her head that she visualized it. There was no movies yet at that time. So when the little girl would visualize something, it wasn't like cinematic like we would yeah. think of it because we're used to movies. It was very different. It was very colorful and vibrant, and it wasn't cinematic. That's why it looks so weird. Because the little girl would visualize things differently than mm-hmm. we would, um, but that I I actually really like this movie. Awesome, dude! That I, I kind of got like choked up a couple of times <laughs> in it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude! When she when she uh, after she falls, yeah, she gets hurt. Yeah, and uh, Roy comes to visit her. Yeah, that's a very tear jerking scene. Yeah, they're both just bawling and. Yeah, that was an awesome scene. I love yeah. it. Also, to point out, big reason why it's tear-jerking is because she fell trying to save Roy, be- Roy because he she thought he needed morphine right. to save him, but he wanted the morphine to kill himself. I, I kinda wanted, That's why it was emotional. As well. I kind of wanted to talk about this movie in sequence, too, because the way it kind of was unveiled to mm-hmm. me was in order, because that, like, it just made sense going yeah. in that way. But, like, Roy... Tells her a story about her name. Her name is Alexandria. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, you're named after Alexander the Great. Yeah. And she tells him a story about Alexander the Great. And the way she visualizes it is stunning, obviously. Mm-hmm. I don't know how Tarsum Singh managed to shoot things this way on location with that tiny of a budget. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, crazy. Yeah. Super. He paid I for it that himself. That one, that one uh, transition where it goes from the priest's face that to the hill. Sick. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. That, was that was cool. So perfect. That was I, I imagine I imagine that there was a lot shot on location, but then some of those transitions, some of those things that you're talking about, yeah. there was probably quite a bit of green screen. It looked like Life of Pi though. It looked yeah, so it, it, it reminded me of is uh Secondhand Lions. I would, love Secondhand Lions. When, when it would like yeah, the stories. The stories. Yeah. Yeah. So the thing about this is is Tarsum Singh he funded this himself. Oh, really? He did. And he, he went... It's also a remake, too. Is it? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, it's a remake. Oh. I found that out, like, minutes ago before oh. we started recording. <laughs> so he he made he paid for this film to be made, and then uh, somebody got involved with the film to get it released, which was... Uh, oh. we, we, we David already, Fincher? Yeah, David Fincher Spike got Jones. involved. And Spike Jones. And for those of you that know David Fincher, he's kind of kind of a prolific filmmaker yeah for sure excuse me so this is one of those things where okay this guy likes this movie enough to essentially get behind it and help get it released like it has some credence to it but i read that they they filmed over was it four years over like almost 40 different countries they were filming this movie dang which is just well i mean yeah like all the different that that story you're talking about going on location. There was so many different like, yeah, which they're is, all over the place. Which actually kind of makes sense because when you when you think about how Alexandria when she starts showing up in the story that's being told, <laughs> yeah. she is uh, she's older. You can yeah. tell that she's older. Yeah, um, and they they kind of mention yeah. it when he's he's like, uh, "You have teeth now." Yes, that I, that means you're stronger. Like I, oh, I like that they actually yeah. play into that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, but you can tell she's old. Yeah. I actually didn't notice, but that's interesting that you pointed that out. Like when she was on in the dreams, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, okay. I, I know she had teeth, but I didn't, I didn't realize that meant she was older. Well, I don't know if it necessarily meant that she was older, but with what, what Reese just said, where they shot it over the span of four yeah. years, I mean, she was in some of the segments, both of the hospital oh, and in, okay. and in the dreams. So, yeah. so she was literally older, yeah. Because the, the, when they shoot, when they're shooting all the hospital stuff, um, 
Lee Pace or whatever his name is, he has kind of shaggy hair. Mm-hmm. And then in the in the imagination sequences, his head is shaved on the sides. Yeah. And so obviously there's going to be time yeah. between that. But then she doesn't have her front teeth in the hospital. But then in the imagination sequences, she has a full set of teeth. Well, that's he, that's he funny because also... he said the teeth are your strength. It's your mm-hmm. soul. Yeah. So she imagined herself strong. So she gave herself yeah. her teeth. She's yeah. at full strength. It's really, really, really yeah. cool yeah. stuff. No, no, and it, it is interesting. And it's also, the other thing is that uh, Lee Pace um, appears to be more, like, physically fit. Like, yeah. And he plays the masked man. Dude, or the masked Lee Pace bandit. is frustratingly attractive. Super, that dude is super handsome. handsome. Yeah. yeah. Why isn't he, like, yeah. leading men more I don't often? know. I don't know. Because he's like, great in Guardians, but that's about it. Yeah. You, you can't even recognize him. I think he's done some TV work. I don't yeah. know all the stuff that he's done. I don't see Which, what you guys are seeing. <laughs> he's just like a good actor. Yeah. And he was very charming in this movie. He's yeah, going to be he's, he's going to be in Captain Marvel? He he was he's good Ronan. He's because, playing Ronan. Oh. The re- the thing about him is he was good because you can't help but like him, but you also kind of think he's a tool because he's yeah. manipulating this little girl. She's what, six? That's yeah, that's kind of what five? She's five? Whatever. Because he's he tells her she's yeah. like, I don't like that story. That story's stupid. He's like, Well, come back tomorrow, I'll tell you an epic story. Yeah. And it's about bandits. And, and it's like the, I mean, it really pulls at you because she's kind of replacing him as her father who died. Yeah. And so she's experienced this, this huge loss. And now he's like pulling her in to manipulate her. So he, he'll die. And so she'll basically lose a second father. Right. Yeah. And be exposed to more death. There's some, so the, this has an R rating. Which was strange to me. Yeah, it's kind of bloody. A little, just a little bit. It really wasn't that violent. There was blood in it, but it has some pretty dark themes. Like suicide's a big, strong theme in there, and I don't know. So he tells her a story about the evil mayor, or is it general governor? Governor, Governor. Mm -hmm. and it's played by he's he's a stuntman in a movie. Yeah, and his the lead actor, the guy that he does stunts for, Sinclair, took his girlfriend, his actual girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So in the story, Governor Odious is this actor, mm-hmm. um, and everybody wants to kill him. And and you see them in the in the imagination, yeah. Because Alexandria sees them at the hospital there to visit. That's something that I thought was cool too. Yeah. It was like he was like an Indian who has had a yeah. squaw and a wigwam, yeah. but she pictured the Indian that she knows, the, the East Indian. Yeah, yeah. That and that's awesome. what she associates yeah. as an Indian. And then like the neck, about perspective, but the you, necklace plays a part in it. Like everything plays a part. You didn't in know it. that it was her imagination until then. I thought that was super clever. Yeah, that it was it. one thing. One thing about that that I really liked is the uh, the knights or the army of Governor <laughs> they Odious. Look like the X-ray they guy. look like the X ray technician. Yeah. His his big lead suit yeah. or whatever yeah. the little thing he wears. That's, Even down to the little things that cover his arms, yeah. every or his hands, everything yeah. is it's uh, really really nice touch. Clever. I like that movie a lot. So. The bandits in the story uh, were all represented by real life people, right? Mm-hmm. And I thought it was interesting that, like, the, one of the doctors was Charles Darwin. And yeah. uh, I, I know it's symbolic that he picked Darwin. I don't see what it is quite yet. Um, it was just like so you have a monkey. <laughs> that's yeah. it? No, I don't know. Well, because he, he said that everybody dies. Like, yeah. everybody, everybody dies. Yeah. But there was the, um, who else was there? There was the Indian. There's the there Indian. was the slave who was mm-hmm. the guy that brought the ice yeah. to the hospital. The ex-slave mm-hmm. and um, who was the, the Who was the fire guy? The Luigi? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. The, Maybe he was, he was, the, was the guy that only had yeah. one leg that came to visit Roy. Oh, that's right. Oh, really? Yeah. The guy that she thought was a pirate. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's right. Um, but because, I, because it, you see him again in the end when they show the actual movie that Roy hurt himself in. <laughs> They they play the movie at the hospital. You see him again, and he has that's right. That's they right. shoot his, him in yeah. the leg with an arrow, and then he yeah. can walk because that's right. right. Um, but he said because he's, he's trying to manipulate her, <laughs> he's saying that the mass bandit is your dad. Yeah, and an actor that was supposed to be her dad with missing front teeth played that role for a little bit until she's like, "Why are you giving him a weird accent?" And he's like, yeah. "Well, it's your dad." And he's like, "No, my dad's dead. Let's have it be you." And then the actor switched and it was Lee Pace uh-huh. for the rest of the movie. Yeah. So slowly, slowly she's putting him as her he new father figure. Father. And he doesn't even realize it because it's her story. Yeah. And she's, she's the one doing it in her head. I thought even, that was even super he's cool. he's telling it, it's her story. Right. Did, did anybody get the feeling in watching this little girl play out these scenes that she wasn't actually acting? 
to, I like was gonna, it, it, I was gonna it, say, it really felt like they were just doing things to evoke certain emotions out of her. Yeah, and I was gonna say she's yeah. so good. She can be so frustrating to me sometimes, <laughs> yeah. which is why I kind of didn't like the movie at first. Yeah. It's because, like, she stole the the bread from the church. Mm. And he's like, oh, it's a Eucharist. Are you trying to save my soul? Which, coincidentally, she is. <laughs> but she's like, what? Yeah. He's like, a Eucharist. What? He's like, a Eucharist. And she's like, what? what? What's that? What's that? And I was like, is she acting right now? Because this is driving me crazy. Yeah, it was so real. <laughs> yeah. I but, loved I loved it. I thought that was such a nice but I, I watched. I was doing some research on it, and she wasn't acting. They, put a, they cut a hole in the sheet. And Tarsum Singh put a camera right there and some microphones, and so they were completely closed off. Wow. So Lee Pace was basically just improving with her. Wow. Yeah. Dang. That's really, really cool. Yeah. And she, whenever uh, she knew that they were supposed to be acting, she would kind of ham it up because she was yeah. actually five years old. Yeah. So they had to kind of... So, so it, it's interesting that we that we all noticed how, how real it seemed. How childlike because, she really was. Yeah. Anybody that's interacted with a five-year-old knows how frustrating it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, and so they, like in most movies, they'll, they'll smooth out those, those rough edges. This was just like, it's like he's communicating with the yeah. five-year-old. I thought that, man, I think that's really, really cool. That makes me like the movie even more. Yeah. Just the, the thought of the vision of a director of saying like, okay, we've got a five-year-old. Yeah. I want to make this feel real. Yeah. That's really cool, man. That's that's next level. Yeah, I mean, she. I mean, she barely knew English too. Yeah, when she was filming the movie. So I she's supposed that, to be from Brazil. Uh, so yeah, I think so. Pretty sure it was a. Uh, okay, so if we're getting on this, you, know, <laughs> you invited me into this conversation. Why would a girl who's knows barely knows English be a Brazilian, but yet speaks Romanian in the film? Um, Does she speak Romanian? Pretty sure. I Romanian. heard Portuguese. Yeah, she definitely doesn't speak Romanian. In, well, in she's the movie. from she's from Romania, so right. Um, I don't I don't know how many Romanians came to work in orange fields in the 1920s, which is actually another kind of uh, important part of the movie to like remember is that mm-hmm. she's a migrant worker. Yeah, she's working, and she also translates for her for her mother because her yeah. mother doesn't speak English. So everybody treats her like an adult, except for Roy. Mm-hmm. Roy is the first person to treat her. Like an innocent child. Yeah. And she really wasn't that innocent. She, yeah. She's she's literally like in the hospital <clears throat> because she fell out of a tree working. working. Yeah. yeah. And she just throws oranges at priests and stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah, she's not like nice, but she, but Roy treats her like an innocent she's, girl. She's just a kid. Yeah. You know? So she gravitates towards him because he's a genuinely nice person in the movie. But not. Well. At all. He manipulates her. Yeah, he's like kind of a terrible person in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> but he's charming. I mean, Very charming. And, like the, and, the, and the thing that is the, the big payoff is at the end when he visits her after she falls and she has to... I love that too. The little, yeah. um, little clip they showed of, yeah. in her imagination of what was going on. They were torturing her to get information about being a bandit. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't tell him anything, even when they tortured me with needles. Yeah. And you kind of see his heart break. Yeah. Right when, when she yeah, says that. That was pretty deep. That, yeah. Uh, it was like, it was like animated type of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they were like trying to pull stuff out of her head. Which is yeah. interesting because, disturbing. because she was being a bandit trying to steal the morphine. Yeah. 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 That's, that's, yeah. Yeah. I love, I like that, that payoff of him coming around where you actually see he does genuinely care for this little girl. Um, which is what actually ended up saving him in the hospital. Yeah. You guys talk about her, her saving him and you're like, Oh, how did she save him? Well, she saved him because she was trying to save him with the morphine, how he, what he thought. And then he felt remorseful. And then they had this. I mean, cause it was, he told, he tells her, he tells her a story and in the girl's head, the love interest of him was that attractive nurse, but the attractive nurse was sleeping with the doctor. So in her head, she betrayed both of them already just by her casting her in her story. Yep. So the, the nurse betrayed her right then. And that's why she said she had feelings for you, but she was lying just like your girlfriend. And you can tell cause he was drinking that that kind of set him over the edge. And so he's like, fine, I'll finish the story. Starts killing everybody. And it's like breaking her heart. Yeah. That, but it was a genuine yeah. reaction from yeah. what she said. Because he kind of, she kind of triggered him into remembering that, this person doesn't like you. She was just pretending. Um, 
But that that scene where he starts retelling, telling the rest of the story, and he's killing people. He killed the ex-slave. He killed Charles Darwin. He killed the monkey. And she's like bawling, like, "Why are you doing this? Why are you killing everybody?" And she's like, "Well, I can't. It's my story. Everybody dies." And she goes, "But it's my story too." And I like that kind of got me. Well, like, and, oh. and and what it's really cool about it is like, it it kind of shows the importance of what stories are because. It li- he literally could have said anything mm-hmm. and like, or she could have just walked away or not walked away, but she could have just stopped listening and made up her own story mm-hmm. where everyone lives. But the fact that he's saying it made it real. Yeah. But it's kind of the same thing. Concept is like is, to this little kid, this was everything. This was her story. Yeah. And he was verbally saying it to her and it was breaking her heart when she was, they was killing characters that she cared for and her five-year-old head. That was heartbreaking because he's just angry yeah. in that part. And so he starts killing everyone off. Yeah. And like, she's really upset about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he's killing them off on a whim. It probably wasn't originally supposed to be part yeah. of the story, but because he said it, it's real. Yeah. And the story, like we said before, was he just made it up to manipulate her and stealing mm-hmm. yeah, pills yeah, for he was, he, Yeah, he was. But he to was her, just... it was everything. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, it, sh- it shows the, the the power of what a story could be. Even if you put so little thought into what you're writing, like the, the Bible, the, the, the yeah, <laughs> whoops. The, um, <laughs> well, I don't know about the Bible. But, that was, that but, was about as random as Chris's Thanos rants. <laughs> no, we're talking about the storytelling and just writing things down and how powerful could it be? It can be if you just write it down. It could just be an offhand thing that you write down or say or something but to whoever's receiving it it could be the world well like look at like harry potter like how many kids died or cried when when dobby died mm-hmm. like that was serious i know but like, that's what i mean is like yeah. you you're so attached to these characters and they're not real it's like i guess like crying when you're watching a movie or something yeah kind of the same concept um but the part that got me the hardest though uh, um <laughs> Like what? I was, yeah, you heard me. Like sexually? You heard me. <laughs> um, when that nurse, <laughs> she was pretty cute. But for real, when when uh, the bandit was the only one left, and the governor was drowning him, oh he, my goodness. yeah, punched him in the face, and dr- there was this so symbolic when she was like, "Let him live." Yeah, let him let live. him live. But that was him. But yeah. he was literally drowning because she. Yeah. They or they changed so many things in the story so often that because it was still his. Uh, she was still his daughter in the story, and she was like, "He's he's got nothing left to live for. He just needs to die. Everybody dies. He needs to die." Like, what about his daughter? He's like, "That's not really his. That's not really his daughter." But she loves him. I was like, "Oh, dude!" Yeah, yeah. And like that, like I, like I got chills. When I, I have the chills it. right now. Yeah, like, but yeah. she loves him, and they're like, you have to live for her. And they didn't even know each other. They were just like two yeah. lost Random souls people. in a hospital. They both fell. Yeah, that, and, and, and honestly, the hospital felt a little more like a prison, almost. Yeah, almost. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It didn't. It didn't feel like L.A. That's for sure. It seems so like second rate. I guess nineteen twenty L.A. would be very, very, very different. Probably. So, but that that part I thought was amazing. It was done so well. Yeah. And I was even like, "Don't kill him! Like, don't do it!" <laughs> and I was watching it, and then he's like, opened his eyes, and he said, "I promise, no, no, no crossy fingers this time." And then at that moment, he chose to live. Yeah. Because there's no way that he could get killed. Like, she would never be able to forgive herself. Yeah. If he killed himself. Huh. I love. I it. thought it was good stuff. I love that movie. I really enjoyed at the end when, uh, after they watched the movie and everything, and she says, she's like, I never saw him again except when I saw him in as movies. You know oh, I mean? doing the stunts. And then it shows all of those old time stunts. And yeah. Yeah. each one of those stunts, you're like, ooh, and you're like, you know, biting your fingers. <laughs> well, it obviously wasn't him in those Right, scenes. right. She's just, but, she's just, uh, like, but it drove home the point of what she, what, you know, drove home that point. But to me, is like just watching those stunts that. <laughs> yeah, no, they, they were they were cool stunts, but they were probably I, th- I thought it was interesting. Well, I think that that shows that she like she uh, was um, projecting him on Buster Keaton. Sure. And uh, but a lot of the I, I, I can't imagine. I, I mean, I wonder how many stuntmen in the early days of film like died because of the crazy stunts that they did. I mean. Yeah, like crazy stunts. Yeah, yeah. Th- that's actually uh, gets, c- goes kind of into what Jake he texted me about the movie. 
Oh, Jake decided to have an opinion. Oh. Well, well, maybe you should have mentioned it. Who did Jake go. have an opinion? Yeah. Why That's did, weird. Why didn't Jake text this to Chris? You know? Yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's gonna kind of go against the grain of what we've the uh, the general room we we're filling it up. Oh, so he's gonna come at it with his like art school stuff no. and like film school. No, he said, "What in the WTF did I just watch and why?" <laughs> The, the the end was uh, the end kind of showed that it was about early film stuntmen and the sh- they they put themselves through to Market. entertain the kind of social com and enter to okay through to entertain <laughs> Jake make more sense it's a run on sentence sorry <laughs> through to entertain and kind of a social commentary on what we're willing to turn a blind eye to just to be entertained but that was flimsy at best the story. Of the guys trying to kill the emperor had potential but fell apart multiple times. Emperor, I huh? can't decide if the little girl was awful or if she gave the realest performance of a small child ever I've ever seen. Overall, it was a movie that had huge upside but ultimately fell on its face. All I right. kind of feel like you maybe didn't watch it. Yeah, I feel like Pun Jake really missed the mark. Really on this missed one. the idea. The yeah. whole movie. I think he was on Instagram the whole time again. Might have been. <laughs> So and he's not here to defend himself, and so but I, I'm reading this and like two thirds of the stuff that he said, I'm I'm because I'm not a big fan of the movie either. I will admit it had beautiful cinematography and the way that the story was told. But when I was coming in here, I was kind of like, I don't think I'm gonna, you know, I don't I don't think I'm gonna talk very highly about the movie. But as you guys have been talking, you kind of you know, like pulled me a little more into it. Yeah. yeah. That being said. Yeah, I I think Jake missed the mark. Yeah, so. I, think yeah. So too. I don't think it's a commentary on stuntmen. No, it's definitely no. not what it's at about. all. I, said, I think that was part of the plot to tell why he got injured and and when, yeah, when Jake yeah. said I can't decide if the little girl was awful or if she gave the realest performance of a small child I've ever seen. I think it's the the latter there. Yeah, <laughs> I, I agree. It, it, it was an, an amazing. Yeah. So Jake's wrong. So what? Why didn't you like it? Um. So I was. Like, I, mean, I feel like you like it more now, though. I do. I do. Okay. Like hearing you guys talk about it, and, and and just you know coming to some realizations I didn't come to when I watched it. Um, I just I couldn't get behind the characters other than Alexandria and you know and Roy. Um, when he started killing off the characters, yeah, it's supposed to be this like huge emotional impact, and because it is on the girls, so I think as the audience you're supposed to feel it too, and I didn't. You know, when the when the former slave gets shot in the back by a million arrows and then he falls on his back and it kind of just I thought it was holds him up. I kind of thought it was dumb, honestly. And then when the when the Indian and that's the character's name, I'm not being racist. When the Indian uh, when the Indian cuts the rope to fall to his death to save their lives. It was was just a, a, you know, classic movie trope. I mean, I guess that's kind of it was vertical limit. Yeah, well, it was vertical limit. I mean, the classic vertical yeah. limit. Classic I'm vertical sure you limit. all know. It's it's so many that that is in so many films where they cut the rope to save themselves or to kill themselves to save the other person, and I just didn't care. I was a little bit bored. Um, however, when um, I, I say that while also appreciating number one, the cinematography, the the, the was gorgeous. Even the very beginning when you're watching the opening credits. And you see the train, you see the horse, you it see it all. Really well shot. It was, and it's all black and white or that sepia tone. Yeah. Very, very well done. And then, you know, the uh, the part with Alexander the Great that we already mentioned. Um, <clears throat> the part with uh, when Darwin, when the when the monkey dies and then Darwin um, uh, is shot. down there. And then you see that little labyrinth and all of the guards come out of the labyrinth. That was so cool. Yeah, it, I want to go to that place. Yeah. That place was, real? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah, that's it's, a real place. It, it was really well done. The, like all the cinematography, especially in her daydream sequence, was was really well done. And the way the story was intricately woven with what happened in real life and what happened in her imagination was well done, as you guys pointed out. Um, but ultimately I was a little bored. See, and I'm I'm with you here because like I said at the start, this was a hard movie for me to get into. Mm-hmm. Uh the half of it is boring as hell yeah. to me. <laughs> And because uh, I, I got it, I was like, oh, it's her imagination and stuff. But, and like the, you don't grow attached to the characters like she is. I mean, it, it's interesting. It's interesting to see which people she's using to like fill the gaps. And, and the, 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 like Darwin, all of Darwin's discoveries was actually the monkey telling him. Right. And, right. And to be honest, I really wasn't that attached to the character of Alexandria until she fell and she was lying on the table. That's crying. exactly yeah. what I said. Is that, that the fall, the fall. Yeah. The, 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 the like the, 
And what's, that was, what's the term in movies? Like the inciting the incident? Climax? No, the inciting oh. incident happened halfway into the movie. And that's what that's when everything clicked for me is like, oh, this movie's called The Fall and they both fell. And right. it's also him falling like he wants to commit suicide. So he's metaphorically falling as well. well and then she broke her arm because of right. a fall. fall. Right. Oh, yeah, there's a lot there. Um, All the falls. But I, I'm with you. Like and, that and movie think, was boring to me until it wasn't. And I want to give the director more credit for this, um, for the girl not being necessarily likable until she fell and she was on the operating yeah. table crying. Um, and I think that might have been on purpose because then the impact of what happened really hits you. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. I I, yeah. I liked her from the beginning. I, I did too. Um, I I love that she's from Romania. <laughs> uh, like i thought that was really nice they have a romanian migrant worker oh yeah i caught the part where she was from romania yeah, too she's from yeah, okay. romania. I, I think she's yeah. from brazil no you're wrong you're okay. a brazil yeah. nut dude <laughs> he snorted that was a bad joke <laughs> so all right so troy's a, a kind of like it mostly not like it no i would say especially after hearing you guys talk about it i was kind of i i'm more leaning towards the mostly like it but yeah also didn't like it yeah. you know i'm not gonna i'm i probably won't watch it again either ever or for another 10 years or whatever you know <laughs> did you think um, you say that because because i feel like i want to watch it again i yeah. i rewatched I the too. opening I, scene I, the I second it was over i was like oh this uh, is the movie you'll catch a lot more symbolism yeah second. sure yeah um, I, I did watch it fairly recently. So when you guys are talking about the thing, you know, the things you guys are mentioning, you know, I, fresh in I, I, I can recall it, yeah. you know, pretty quickly, but I don't really care to see it again, but that doesn't mean I didn't like it. What, what uh, made you watch it recently? Like, cause we had the podcast obviously, but you said you saw it. Like I, I saw ago. it a couple of years ago. Um, when I took film class. Oh really? Yeah. It was, uh, we were, it was, it was all about cinematography and we were watching that for the cinematography. And so at that time, I remember the story, but I wasn't watching it the first time for the story. I, wa- I was watching it for the just cinema. for the cinema. See, and that's uh, that's something I wanted to bring up because ultimately, ultimately, I liked the movie, and it was the movie was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the cinematography in the movie was had precedence over plot development, character development. Yeah, I can see that. I would say the cinematography was a part of the plot development. Yeah, well, it was it was her imagination it shows you yeah, just yeah. how creative yeah. she is that's that's what i liked about it yeah. was the movie itself when they're in the hospital is just kind of so so yeah there's nothing special about it but her imagination is just like right vibrant colors and and sweeping landscapes mm-hmm. and just completely mesmerizing each each of those five bandits too all look so distinctly so different, different than the other ones yeah. i really like that how do um, you like the the mystic that was that the old man the googly googly goo yeah i don't know i actually don't i don't <laughs> I, think so because he has the teeth the teeth got so. knocked out of his mouth because yeah, it was googly googly maybe it was it I was the man because and he he died and i think he died in the story around the same time the old or just after he old he was the old guy in the blanket that she went out and touched his toe because she thought it was roy that died oh was it yeah yeah, yeah he was yeah he, the old man that died in the hospital, was also the the mystic, the mystic yeah. guy that that yeah. had birds. I'm in pretty his sure chest. that's the same actor. I just couldn't tell until his teeth popped up. Popped out. Oh, okay. Um, because he was the one. Remember when she? Okay, this will tie it together for you. When she peed herself the first time in the movie, yeah. Um, and then she's standing in the hall, and the old man talks to her and says, "You know, that happens to me too, and everything." He's trying to comfort her, and he says, "You know, when those bad thoughts come, you say googly googly be gone or whatever." Yeah, and. And then that mystic, when he's being killed in her, you know, in the story, he's yelling, googly, 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 like, be gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the birds start coming out and stuff. So he, it, that was the tie-in where they were okay. the same character. What were you going to say, Scott? That. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks, Scott. What, what were your thoughts on it, Scott? <laughs> um, I, I actually really liked it. I, I kind of came into it wanting to not like it. Kind of <laughs> like, like Jake's reaction was, like the way I went into it. Um, but the more it, it progressed, the more I, I liked the little girl. I liked, uh, that the act, the was Roy. 
Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was great. I thought I, it was a really good movie. I, I kind of want to watch it again. I think we all went into it not wanting to not like it so we could just <laughs> on Reese the whole time. Well, and, <laughs> and then Reese actually ended up picking a good I movie. I didn't specifically <laughs> want to crap on Reese, like specifically. Yeah. But when I first pushed play and I saw that black and white sequence, I was like, dude, well, what the, is this? And like the, um, the cover photo. Yeah. Like, it's like it, some Salvador Dali painting it's, it's or super something. super like art, artsy yeah. school stuff that like... I thought it was going to be super pretentious and it kind of is, but, uh, but the symbolism is really deep and it, and it merits a second or third. Watch. That's, that's what I was kind of trying to say is that the visuals are good, but that's not what made me like the movie. It was a really clever story yeah. about choosing. To and, live. and I wonder if yeah. he could have conveyed that same, the same message and the same, uh, impact without the visuals um i mean i don't know it, it's definitely like a bonus like the visuals were great like it, every single time she was thinking it was a work of art yeah like it, you could have paused it at any moment and hung it on your wall yeah um so it was definitely nice to see and the the thing that's fun is like about her imagination is when roy is telling the story and he just says something maybe because he doesn't quite have the words to say it yeah it plays out in the story that she's telling herself and mm-hmm. it's like really like a cheesy line yeah. or something. Like, and I just, it's a nice little touch that I really appreciated. Yeah. I you know you can tell there's a lot of work done uh, in pre-production, like figuring out how yeah. this is going to work. Oh yeah. Especially like you guys mentioned that transition from the priest's face who betrayed him to yeah. the desert. Um, that, and then you can see his face, the stone face priest. The and then it was face, yeah. a stone face. Or, yes. or what about the, the butterfly? Oh, that was cool it's too. The island, yeah, and and, really cool. and you had you that that obviously takes a lot of planning because it's not something you can just accidentally yeah happen upon. <clears throat> yeah, cool. I really like this movie. What do you, what? How would you guys rate it? Um, so I think it's a good movie. I don't think it's perfect. Like I said before, I think that a lot of the visuals took precedence over character development. There's only two characters in the movie that you even cared about. Yeah, I'd probably give it like a B. Cause I think it just kind of floored me when it, when it clicked, when it clicked, when it picked up. Um, and the ending, I almost got choked up. I was yeah. like, like, I really want this guy to choose to live. And so does she. Yeah. And they like this odd couple just kind of saved each other's lives. I, I thought yeah. it was really cool. Yeah. Super random. So Chris gives it a B movie. I, uh, starring so, Jerry Seinfeld. Although I appreciate it more after speaking t- about it with you guys. I still think the strongest point of this film is its cinematography and its visual aspects. So I'm going to give it a star eyes emoji. Okay. Is there a star eyes emoji? Sure is. Let me show you. There's now. I wish you would. I know there's hard eyes. (laughs) I I send the hard eyes a lot. I would give it four um, Romanian flag emojis. (laughs) (laughs) And one Brazilian flag. (laughs) No, we don't want to get a negative point. Just kidding, Thomas. Love you. Shots uh-huh. fired. <laughs> um, I would give it. Uh, I would give it a big old fat heart. Yeah. So I, yeah. So I, as I mentioned, I saw this movie in two thousand eight, and it's a movie that I often remember, but I haven't rewatched it since. But I was really excited to watch it again. Yeah. And now it's gonna be a movie that's just kind of constantly in my wheelhouse of movies I'll go back to and watch. Because it's, it's a really deep movie. Yeah. So, yeah. Big old fat heart. See, and I even wondered, like, why did Reese make us watch this, <laughs> like, the whole time <laughs> I was seeing it? And it, it's super random that you saw it that long ago, too. Because, like, not that many people know about it. Yeah. It's actually, I, I tried to find videos on it on YouTube, and there was, like, two. Yeah. Including one of them was a trailer. Well, I specifically wanted to not choose music. Okay. Because I always choose music. And I was like, okay, hey, I want to do something that I know these guys haven't seen, except for Troy. It's not Aliens. It's not Marvel. So I'm glad you guys, uh, I'm glad There's you guys a good liked pick, it. Dude. Yeah. It's, it's weird, too, because like, I've seen some of those guys' movies, Tarsim Singh. Like, I saw The Cell forever ago. Yeah. That movie's garbage. Yeah. And then I saw the Immortals, and that movie was garbage. Sucked. That movie's That terrible. was a although, huge letdown of a movie. Although that movie is very go- is a gorgeously shot film as well. Right. Well, it, it, it just came on the heels of 300. Yeah. And so you were expecting it to be. Well, it just looked like such a 300 clone, too. So bad. It did. It did. When, and I'm, when, I'm actually looking up right now to see if. When this... Mickey Rourke crushes that dude's balls with a hammer. I forgot he was even in it until I looked so it up. Bad. 
I'm looking to see who the uh, cinematographer is in it because I, I it it reminds me a lot of Immortals reminds me a lot of The Fall, um in that regard. But I'm looking hmm. it up right now. Um, <laughs> Immortals is also the start of my uh, hatred towards Henry Cavill. I was like, man, this guy cannot act. So I, I blame Immortals for that. So I didn't mind his acting in Fallout. Dude, he was terrible. He's done worse. I mean, he's definitely done Superman. Worse. Yeah, yeah, way worse. But he was he was easily the worst part of that movie. Oh, ab- absolutely. But I think that was who he spo- who he was supposed to be. Just a black kind of yeah. guy. You know? I, I was talking about this with some guys from work because they were saying the same thing that Henry Henry Cavill was was the worst acting part of that uh, of Fallout. Yeah, and I was saying, you know, I, I would because I haven't seen Fallout, so I really don't have uh, you know a baseline. Yeah, anything to throw into that argument, but. Um, it almost seems like he, that was what his character was supposed to be, was this wooden character that Chris talks about. But well, he's I would that like to every see, movie. That's I would true. like to see uh, Henry Cavill act in a movie where he actually has to ha- give some emotional range and see how he does. Now, he might, he might be terrible. He probably would be terrible. Count of Monte Cristo. He did it. He's the son. Yeah. He's the son in yeah. Monte Cristo. And he's actually, true. He's, he's super. He's also in Stardust and he ends up dating Robert De Niro at the end. That was him in he Stardust. Was, uh, Humphrey. Wow, I did not <laughs> realize that was Humphrey. Man, what a douche. <laughs> so to answer the question from before, the guy that did the cinematography for Immortals is not the same. So uh, let's, uh, Give them. We, all, we all wrapped up with uh, yeah. Fallout. Then. Yeah. So we, uh, we have some, some shout outs we have yeah. to give here. Yeah, real quick. Cinematography on The Fall was Colin Watkinson. Thank you, um, Colin. You made a beautiful so, yeah. movie. What other movies has he done? Uh, let me pull that up. <clears throat> He has done uh, cinematography. Let's see if there's. Man, this dead air is killing us, yeah, Troy. Can you like us. hurry honestly, up? Honestly, he really hasn't done anything. Really? I, he did a couple a couple episodes in Entourage, if you've watched that. I liked Entourage. Um, I think it was he, mostly Tarsum. He did, the, was... he did the Katy Perry firework <laughs> music video. What? <laughs> That's my favorite music video. <laughs> Other than that, he's done a couple TV shows and stuff, so he hasn't done much. Dude, fall, besides the video honestly, for my though, neck, like, my back. Do you ever feel like a plastic bag? <sighs> the no. the fall is actually a little bit of tidbit. The fall is his actual only first and only feature film. Wow. The rest he's done are TV shows. I see shorts. what you did, Chris. I mm-hmm. hear you. I hear you too. Yeah. <laughs> um hey, Troy, let's do some shout outs here. All right. So we I want one. I want to give a shout out to uh um someone who left us a review. Man, all this dead time. I am dying here. You're killing us, man. <clears throat> so this is from uh Travis uh Mendy or is it Travis Mend? I might be mispronouncing that, uh, but Travis, uh, he said, um, picking family members. Nice. Or she, I, I guess Travis could be a girl's. She, <laughs> you like held him a gunpoint. And made you know what? This, didn't you? you know what? Let's no. not, you're not getting out of the car. Assign assign them a gender. Gender. All right, so since it's already out there. Okay. So this Let's is my, not assign this, them is, a pronoun. this is, uh, this is my cousin, Travis, my cousin uh, as well. Also Scott and Jake's cousin. Not I my cousin. was talking to him about the podcast and, and I told him about it and he's like, okay, I'll listen. And then like a week later he calls me. He's like, dude, I listen to your podcast every day. I've started from episode one and I'm all the way caught up. And uh, it tends to happen when you actually listen to us. But this is what he wrote. So I feel like I feel like even though this is a family uh, shout out, uh, I feel like his review is genuine. He says it's hilarious. Very funny. I've enjoyed listening to these guys talk about movies, games and music. I've had to add many movies to my need to watch list since listening. So, Travis, maybe the fall will be on your uh, on your next on your on your list on your need to watch. Hey, Thanks, Trav. Trav. Hey, Travis, will you marry me? Will you marry me? Um, shot might be a girl, right? <laughs> so you guys want you guys want to know an interesting tidbit about Travis? That, I do. Uh, so Travis, Travis's dad and my dad are twins. Okay. okay, and they are more than just identical twins. They're actually mirror image twins. They're, They're lovers. Siamese twins. No, not Siamese. Oh. My dad's left handed, and his twin Travis's dad Terry is right. Oh wow! Mirror image, legitimately mirror image. But the thing about interesting about twins is genetically they are the exact same. So technically, genetically, Travis is my half brother. Do you know wow. who else are mirror? So I mirror am twins? more related to Travis than you are. <laughs> well, uh, I'll mirror, give you that. Mirror twins are also Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but that would be a fr- that, that would be a fraternal twin. I don't think they're in a frat house. No, <laughs> I think you watched the wrong movie. <laughs> anyway, thanks guys for uh, listening. Um, what's, also, uh, what's next week? What is next week? Are we going to be talking about our oh yeah favorite? It's, uh, it's kind of like midway through the year here. Yeah. We wanted to do a movie of the year watch. 
Yeah. To kind of see what our favorite movie of the year is and so far. Also, maybe one of our some of our biggest letdowns of the year. Yeah. I like that. Well, one of my biggest letdowns was Troy being on this podcast today. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Mr. Brazil Nut. Yeah. Why would you even think that Why she was think that? a Brazilian? <laughs> <laughs> That's super messed up, Troy. This recording will set You have free. made a Brazilian mistakes today. <laughs> That was a bad joke, but I love it. All right, guys. Okay, y'all. Until next time. Love you. Bye. Bye.